Okay, so back at it. Fittingly, at the beginning of this lunar eclipse week cycle, week week or two, I think I just read that. I was seeing if it was if this dispatch was totally synced with the full moon. I think it might have been last night. But um, anyhow, um, Nels Inc. It's the Wall Creepers this week's book. Had a great <coughs> convo with Chelsea, who lives and paints in Brooklyn, and uh, went out there for this episode, the first non-Philly-based episode. Um, the reason why the full moon was relevant was a lot of Chelsea's work from what I, with my uncultured um, perception, gleaned from, from, from the work that she had, she was working on in her studio. The through line seems to be, seemed to be um, orbs that I interpreted as moons. Anyway, um, this uh, uh, link in the description of Chelsea's work, um, plug, plug, no, it's, it's not, it's not a bad, it's not a shameless plug if it's, if you're plugging somebody else's work, um, so I don't need to disclaim, but, uh, this, this episode we're talking about this, what, what kind of implications this novel, which is about a recently married couple, I don't need to synopsize too much, but, uh, and kind of traveling through Europe and not really, uh, <laughs> not really caring all too much about the conventions of marriage or, you know, sleeping around and both people are sleeping around and it's pretty sort of nihilistic in that way, or depending on how you look at monogamy. But anyway, the, the point I want to say is listening back on it just now and, and sprucing it up, I think the one realization, which I, we kind of get to at the end, is there's always that tricky element of when you're talking about a female novelist as a few, you know, or, or, or issues of gender, um, it's, I think it's important to talk about, because sometimes we don't want to talk about, or, or we don't want to sound stupid or say something that's, you know, potentially offensive or, you know, um, not, you know, non-PC or whatever, but, um, I think it's important to talk about it on the one hand, but at the same time, I think the moment you start talking about it as a female novelist, then it kind of maybe detracts from the element, to, from the fact that it's just, you know, it's just a novelist first and foremost, and it's, an, it's, it's a novel first and foremost. Yeah, it's a good one. Get in there. Out on the porch, yeah. Light on my stove, yeah. Out on the porch, the sun's beating, you know, yeah. It's on the back. My rain didn't matter before, why would it not? Um, Alright, so we're talking about uh, the yeah. well creeper by now, Zing. Have you read this reread this book recently? I think I read it When when did you first read it? Yeah, I think I read it like one or two years ago. Okay. Like and I don't, and it was given to me by my other friend, Sean, who coincidentally is in New York City he's, somewhere. He's right over there. As we speak. He's probably in Williamsburg. Where? And he's never met um, 
our dear host. This mysterious double double Sean. Double Sean. Okay. Yeah. And he, so he, he, a dude recommended. That's a woke dude. He recommended. Uh, I, I, okay, that's it's like this weird thing where like people would be like, I gotta read more like writers who are no. like by, you know authors of female I can't keep reading like white male authors but then it seems like if you're doing it for that purpose it's like weird yeah the fact I had that a I, conversation with someone about that very right. thing which is it's really like, funny look around like you go to the bar but but then the fact that I thought it was weird shows some sus element of me for I'm sure like, oh my god a guy voluntarily read a female you know what I mean that's, yeah that's weird. I mean Sean's like definitely woke but <laughs> like he also just reads a lot Word. And very quickly. Yeah. And then okay. when he's like not grad school grinding, he's like reading novels or watching films. Cool. So and he has like a pretty good sense of like what I would enjoy. Yeah. So I'm always and like will just give me the book because he likes buying the books. Yeah. Um. So that was like how I got that. Yeah. Gave it to another friend who didn't like it, but that's another story. Sage. Yeah, okay. but um, you emailed me this a long time ago. Me? I mean, you emailed me about this book a long time. That ago. was probably like when I had just finished exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Along with a slew of other books that I wrote back, like, oh, yeah, wait, I'll read that at some point, and then finally, I read yeah, it two years later. Yeah, but like apparently at the right time. Yeah. What were your initial impressions of it? What did you like a lot? What did you like most about it initially? Um. Seven minutes in, the first first question started. Not, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I want like to be like the operative verb, okay. but that also speaks to like okay. the pedagogy of my art practice. But you want to elaborate on that? You want to just let that one? That I want to let that let's sit. Let's sit. Yeah, but I guess like for a novel, from what I know, and like what is like taught are often taught is like the first person is tricky okay you talk so about different ways of writing fiction yeah first person's tricky like but that's totally like imperative to this narrative okay that we are like operating from the um the perspective of this like incredibly like mediocre annoying woman okay <laughs> self-proclaimed like, non-feminist correct yeah. and that's like I think very critical to the story yeah. the plot yeah. how that operates like motivationally what it says about heterosexual pairings okay also to I think it was a New Yorker article about Nell Zink yeah and her her identity as as written in this article where I think she also like is a self-proclaimed like not feminist okay. and like what that might imply about like being a white woman in a man's game because the not I mean it's not like there aren't female novelists there are many but like she's championed by another successful white man that we just right. mentioned. Right. And, like, I think sometimes... I don't know. I'm getting too psychoanalytical. No, no, but this but, is interesting. This is, but it? she, like... Perhaps she is exceptional because she is able to write 
female's point of view, or one reason why she is exceptional is because she can write a female's point of view. This 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 woman is very real and complicated, and like as someone who does identify as a feminist now, but not like not first and foremost. It's like I can go there and like see the motivations understand them and then also think about like Nelson the author trying to work creatively live creatively and then like espouse like some notion of herself and like being not exceptional but like being an artist and like crafting an identity a complicated unique specific individual Right. Because the context in which she says she's not a feminist yeah. is late. So it's like a recently married couple. Yeah. First line of the book. Boom. She has a miscarriage. They're bird watchers. They're trolling through Europe. Yeah. And, right? Yeah. yeah your, no. your eyes were like, oh, yeah. Or like, that wasn't the point. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm fixated on that. Yeah. Okay? They have a okay. miscarriage. And then they, she immediately starts describing... Her smashing other guys. Yeah. Hit, and she knows he's with other women. Yeah. And and in a very blunt, for me, yeah. jarring way. Yeah. Uh, right. And then the the context. And he has a job uh, that isn't bird watching. It's, it's something else. But he he's does got a day job. Stuff. He's got a day job, and then he bird watches. But bird watching is his obvious and like like all-consuming passion. Indeed. Yeah. And she kind of accompanies him on that, but she doesn't have a day job. Right, she doesn't have. A they job. met at work. They met at work. And yeah. She was like the. She was a secretary or something. She had she some more like junior position. Right. She was printing something when they when they first met. I remember. Yeah. Um, but then. Very the relatable. <laughs> Word. Um, printing things at. Places. Internal internal professional relationships. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah, bumping in. At the the meet cute is like it's tangible. Okay, anyway. for sure. Just to return that, the context in which she says she's not a feminist is when she uh, runs into some... I think she says the reason why she's not a feminist is because um, she doesn't have kids, and she, but she's fol- and she's following men without thinking about her own intentions first. But then she was saying, like, the highest paragon of, of a feminist woman is someone who, like, works and works and is, and is wealthy, but then also has kids or something. Anyway. Well, but that's, like, a very... Yeah. No, okay. So that's the that's the right. That, that's a feminist, right. but right, she, right. but but she is a fe- like this is a fe- fe- because this is so jarringly particular. Yeah. And specific, almost to the point, like I had to keep checking myself where I was like, whoa, I don't like I don't like reading this. It's very difficult for me to read this when she's like speaking so blasely. Really? I mean, I was I critical. Read, I should read the first part. The first part. Do you have a copy with you? Yeah, I have a copy with me. We might need to reference okay, it. Okay. Can I can I just read how jarring? This was for me. So I should, no, it wasn't that jarring. I'm, I'm woke, guys. I just laughed a lot. Yeah, like I, that's like why, like I was so like confused, and it's just so funny. Okay, it's hilarious. 
in like a very perverse and like often very absurd way. Like I was definitely like, why is she doing this a lot? But also like she being our protagonist. What's her name again? Uh, it's like Ashley Tiffany. Also like a weird like for me a loaded name, but we don't. Yeah, like Tiffany's like. Just like like a nice Asian girl or like a nice blonde girl, like that's what I like. Those are my perhaps. I literally just imagined it as problematic. <laughs> oh really? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't really imagine her. Like I assume she's white, but like I don't. I feel like every book that I like reading is first person autobiography mm-hmm. in fictionalized form. But I like to separate. I like to separate indeed, the indeed. author. I mean, well, the character. ending kind of made you go like, "This, is, this, this is." Then it formalized. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Which is why it's actually like a really great ending. Yeah, yeah. In some ways. Should we say? No, we're not gonna say. Not yet. Not yet. Um, yet. Well, okay. So you're very mindful of spoiler alerts, aren't you? I mean, not really, but it's like I don't think it's imperative to say that. Not no, no, no. And and first of all, in terms of laughing and the formal style, yeah, it is like this right it's so so sharp so sharp yeah and her her, t- her voice is like and and it's also really short it's 190 pages it's yeah like boom, boom boom it's so readable it's like I think someone said like a bunch of one liners and it yeah it makes you go like yeah I need to did you read Miss Laid yet total side note read what Miss Laid Miss Laid is that another one by her yeah I haven't read it this is oh, okay. I read I can load it to you work yeah then that's like a follow up conversation okay, that's like Hugely, hugely interesting to me as, like, anyway. Wait, finish it. Well, it's interesting to me as someone who's mixed race or multiracial because a lot of it is about passing, but it's in the context of Nell Zink being a white woman or white author writing a story about very racist South and then this woman this white woman passing as someone who's black in order to like get out of this very sticky situation okay that's that's crazy but it's so it's like a very a very I don't know like problematic but also like kind of shocking premise yeah or not kind of shocking it seems like it seems like I'm not throwing shade but like it seems like every it's a little gimmicky also okay yeah it seems like every novel like now that's like like, yeah, I've been reading this dude, Michel um, Holbeck. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, he wrote a book about. Uh, maybe we should get. He 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 wrote a book about. It, it said in 2022, mm-hmm. 2022, five years of like ISIS taking over France. He was put on trial apparently for being like an Islamophobe, and he like anyway. But you know, it's like this kind of like PC culture. Yeah, so it's like going against that. Which I'm having like pro PC reactions because like I went to because I'm a liberal snowflake for sure and like sure. that's important for me to preface apparently I mean, as I this, as I offer my opinion this being sensitive is pretty returning feminist yeah. if you were a good liberal arts <laughs> you know what I'm saying uh, okay let's set that aside I mean yes 
Like, yeah. yes. On the surface. On the then, surface. Yeah. I think it would be a great book to teach at a liberal arts college because people would, like... Lose their shit. Lose their shit. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just in terms of saying how... Uh, like, everyone would lose. It would be hard to not have an opinion. Right. It would be harder to articulate why, which is why... Or, like... Or not harder to articulate why, but... It would be a very, like... Hopefully, pluralistic. It would actually start a real conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna throw shade at LeBron's College. I went to one. All right. Um, okay. In terms of like being so jarring and like, and part of me is like, I don't, I don't like. I can tell it's okay. It's like so specific. I think it's hard for. You should read the passage. Yeah, I'll read the fucking passage. So basically, they they first thing you have a miscarriage. She has a miscarriage. They. She can you does. read the line though? The first line. Or I can read it. Because yeah, it's line. an important... Okay. Just uh, to appreciate... Yeah. I was looking at the map when Stephen swerved, hit the rock, and occasioned the miscarriage. Immediately obvious was my sticky forehead. Maybe I was unconscious for a couple seconds. I don't know. Eventually... I don't know why I said I don't know like that. That wasn't her voice. I don't know. Um, eventually I saw Stephen poking around the front of the car and said, Jesus, what was that? And then basically he goes outside like he's going to help her, but then he's actually just looking for the bird that he saw that he swerved to get. She hit her head on that. Classic. And then, and then basically there's a point where she goes, uh, she laughs, but then she goes, but my, uh, wait. Basically she feels in her stomach and then she goes, um, it appeared, so my down there, uh, fucking shit. She goes, I rolled over on my side and coughed. I wasn't pregnant, I noticed. And then <laughs> she just realizes that. Okay. Right? So the kid in this carriage. And yeah. Her, and her, 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 Stephen's just like skirting around, like taking Stephen care of the bird. Stephen Gaff. Yeah. And it's yeah. also a classic. Another book friends and really liked was Desperate Characters by, I can't remember who it was by. It was a similar thing. Crumbling marriage with returning, uh, animal metaphors because oh. a cat a cat a stray cat bites her hand and then the whole novel is like going back and forth between the cat and it's like describing their marriage anyway it's a, it's a good it's a great poem it's a great it's a great um, uh, and like the trope of like the absent-minded husband exactly. who's like minding his own business and like doesn't it's like a great way to introduce that trope without making it purely a trope. Yeah. Like we all recognize like 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 her even though and even though we like don't get into like a very detailed like description of her body, like she doesn't describe like how she knows that she's not pregnant anymore. Right. It's just like this is She just knows. Yeah, which is like why I mean, a man can write that that way. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But she's simultaneously being like doing the thing of like. Or it would mean something incredibly different. Right. For me, it was like she's simultaneously doing the thing of like the female knowing about having that sort of like super sensory knowledge of like the reproductive faculty, which is the thing that yeah that men don't have. But then also just sort of like being like trivializing like not giving a fuck about it also yeah maybe that's what was so jarring for me but then it was like maybe because she it's like she doesn't realize how much it's gonna hurt to have a like she didn't want a kid but then she said it hurt so bad when she anyway oh so you think she might be like traumatized and exactly. I don't know it yet that was like 
my like body way, trauma. That was like my way of like being able to read it and not just like want to go outside and like achieve it. Or like, I don't know, it was super, it was super, because also yeah. how unconscious he is of it. Just, okay. Can I just read this section? So first of all, in terms of the in terms of the bird metaphors, like right before this, um, like he like scrambles some eggs, which is like so, you know what I mean? Um, I'm just like, but then basically he wants to smash like right after. Yeah, and she goes, and all the sex scenes are pretty this unsexy. This is the sex scene. This is the gnarliest sex scene, and it's so dark. Can I, should I read it or is it too? I'll read it. You read it. You should read it. <laughs> yeah. Why am I? Um. Pretty much. Okay. Right here or here? I mean, I was going to say here, but what happens there? Um, yeah, pretty much it says about After Stephen saw the curtains and screwed the pegboard to the wall, he wanted to have sex standing up in the kitchen. It had been three weeks. We kissed, but my whatever had not healed. It was hot and dry. I mean, my brain. I just stood there in a state of mournful passivity while he knelt down and licked me, touching my asshole rhythmically with one finger and petting my thigh in counterpoint. I felt sad. His awkward hands reminded me of the flames around Joan of Arc at the stake, but I knew after we started to have actual sex I would feel better. However, that was before he entered my butt with the rest of his hand, followed by his penis, and the metaphoric auto uh, became a thick one-to-one -one description of taking a tub. <laughs> auto is like the public burning at the cross. I looked it up. <laughs> now, all my life I had fantasized about being used sexually in every way I could think of on the spur of the retrospective or respective moment. How naive I was, I said to myself. In actuality, this was like using a bedpan on the kitchen counter. I knew with certainty that pain is a euphemism even more namby-pamby than defilement. Look at Steven. He thinks he's having sex. Smell his hand. It's touching my hair. I thought, tip my friend, we shall modify a curling iron and burn this out of your brain. But I didn't say anything. I acted like in those teen feminist poems where it's date rape if he doesn't read you the Antioch College rules chapter and verse while you're glumly failing to see rainbows. I was still struggling to dissociate myself into an out-of-body experience when Stephen came, crying out like a dinosaur. I gasped for air, dreading the moment when he would pull out and thought, girls are lame. Sean's uh, marginalia, holy fuck, yo. Damn. But, it, like, for you, that's, like... Well, I don't want to say how it is for you. Say it. How, or, like, how I imagine it is for you, like, this is how heterosexual women experience... Or, this is how heterosexual sex goes for, for women no, sometimes. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, well... No, Isn't I mean, that an it's, element it's of it? Hyperbole. Yeah, it's like, I mean, you were talking about, okay, that's... Like, this is just, like, a very dramatized, like, hilarious version of, like, a not dissimilar experience that I've had. Like, this okay, is, like, a really, this is, like, a really, like, awesome, novelistic rendering of, like, what is, like, one of the most banal realities of like of like slightly of like yeah just like women having shitty sex yeah with men yeah yeah but 
anybody who thinks what? What are you laughing at? Oh, I thought I just I I yeah. I'm sorry, that was distracting. But anyway, it's well, it's okay, just okay, yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to make too much of it. I'm not saying oh like neither. I, I I'm know, also it's, making it's, this too personal. It's, it's maybe ju- no, okay. It's ju- okay, but it's jarring also because of her tone. Like, <laughs> like I just think that is like, like I gasped for air and thought girls are like she's girls are lame. Like she, you know that's like that's like a, I don't even know. Like it's just like it's just like. It's just like very, it's very jar, and her tone is so blase. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That it makes it. I don't even know. But I think what she really means by that is like girls, or not what she really means, but what I take away from it is like A. Oh. No, go for it. They are socialized to be like. No, I'm not. I don't think she's saying girls on that. I think that's like that's like quoting like what people would say. Right. It's almost like not. But, you know what I mean? But um, no, I mean like th- like that's why it's so gnarly because like it takes her. Do you know what I'm saying? Like she's saying like that's what. That's like a, I don't know. What is she, what, is she, what do you think she's saying? She Tiffany or she and Z. She Tiffany. Sure. I think Tiffany truly believes that she's lame. What? Because of how blase she is. Or, or even doing it, putting up with it. Yeah, like, or maybe she doesn't, but like the audience is led to be- not believe that girls are lame, but Tiffany is lame because she. I don't know. Maybe that's also... I think Tiffany... Part of Tiffany's, like, I am not a feminist identity does does invest in that phrase. Okay. Like, she... And she is... Tiffany is lame. Not because she's a woman, but because she has, like very little agency okay yeah that's another or so we're think, led to believe yeah. that things just happen to her yeah yeah and then she gains agency by she that's part of it which yeah. is like which is like her power slip moments like she's right. so apathetic she literally doesn't care about steven's feelings right. because he's in his own world right Occupied by birds. Yeah. Her mom tells her she's lame too. Or she does. No, her mom is just her mom fixated. Really she wants her to be with Stephen initially. Right. Her mom wants her to have a like nuclear right. reality. She's re- she's like rebelling. Because in the beginning, yeah, she's like, what do you think? So two questions. One. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Like, to what degree is Nelzink uh, like leading us to be critical of Tiffany? And B, what does that? What does this say about like? Because you said in the beginning, you're like, what it says about monogamous relationships or something. Do you think it's just like? Uh, do you think it's like? Uh, uh, Rebelling against like the basicness of just like straight monogamous relationships. Yes. Or do you think the miscarriage has something to do with it? I think both of it because like, or something to do with rebelling or something to do with Uh, something to do with why she 
is apathetic. Yeah, he's apathetic and he's like... Um, you know, I think it does. I think the way that Nelzink is challenging the nuclear traditional like marriage structure paradigm or whatever is like this isn't really a marriage plot it's kind of like a post-marriage plot with some um intel from tiffany about like how it went down yeah tiffany's a certain age like a marriageable age which i think plays a factor into her deciding to enter this marriage and relationship along with her mother's urgings right um, but now, so we have we have this kind of like narrator's marriage, which we are hearing about only from the narrator. We have like their couple friends who, when she finds out that Stephen is fucking the woman, that's like a critique of monogamy, if not marriage. Okay. Perhaps. Okay. Because, like, they're a pretty, like, good couple, right? Until we find out that they're not faithful. Or maybe... Yeah. Well, okay, it's good when she she's gaining her agency back when she sleeps with Omar and other people, but then because she finds out that he... Or she already knows that he's checked out. Because she does kind of just, like, fall out of love with him but right after... Omar? Uh, Steven. Steven, right after the miscarriage goes down and then the whole time he's like not even paying attention to her and stuff and he's like it's like so right and then it's like over for that at that point yeah just kinda like, cause it's also like I don't really think about their love very much perhaps because it's not it's given it's over immediately yeah it's over immediately and then it returns at a very critical moment or like the, she revisits it Right. At we, the critical, the, de, the denouement, she re, okay. she returns to it. Well, we learn that we learn that it, a couple of things I feel like are of note that makes this maybe not like a standard marriage that because it falls apart shows that it's a critique of like monogamy is that a Stephen learned that she learns late that Stephen was a virgin before they got married right which is random as fuck and, yeah. and B she thinks that he's like coked up and like running around like all manic yeah but he actually has like a weird heart condition right he's like avoiding right and then right that comes back later right right and then yeah right so then but then also so it's like Maybe it's like a critique. It's like, like, oh, here's a dude who, like, my mom, my parents think is a great candidate. Um, first time we sleep together is like on the cot in my mom's house, right? And we're supposed to get married now, so we should get married because, like, the first time he sleeps with like uh, not Omar, the first person, it was like uh, his name was like um, Elvis or something. Yeah. There's one line where it was like he was talking about like he's like I realized that like. Um, I realize it's gonna be like a Martha, it's gonna be a line on it. But I realize that um, there's like an idea right here. Okay, I like this right here. He goes like, she goes. Uh, so basically, he's, he's, it's the first person she sleeps with, and um, she just talks about how she realized that uh, that there's like some idea that uh, uh, I saw. Okay, I saw that I had followed the chief guiding principle of the petty bourgeoisie and modern modernity and made a virtue of, ne- of necessity in telling myself my husband was a good lover just by default. You know what I'm saying? Elvis raised my 
Hodgkin's dad, okay? And then, okay, and then, and then, so, so then he's like this dude, but there's one part right here, he goes like, things he would do. So he goes, um, um, he was hopefully in love with his own, with his own thoughts, watching them like a TV show on TV, zapping through the channel, so he's like kind of selfish or whatever, um, but he trusted his eyes. Okay, he would absentmindedly taste my sweat, or try, try the weight and flexibility of my hair comparing it to heavy gold as if he had pulled off the heist of the century. My eyes struck him as particularly expensive. Objectifying my body saved him from objectifying my mind. He moved gracefully through and around me like a wave. My thoughts were my business. I thought Elvis is a good lover. Like, I don't know, like, there's like some weird thing where it's like, I don't know. I don't but, know why I like that. Idea, but that's but. not that's like as much about like commodifying attention because Stephen doesn't give her any attention. Like, but it's also yeah. But it's also like when they have like sex, it's like tied to like like he's like, oh, let's uh, let's try again. Uh, let's, let's have a sex party this weekend, like right. a week after. Yeah, she's like, nah, bro. Like, yeah. but, but that's not like that's not like hot. Uh, you know what I mean? Or I don't. Okay, I don't. What am I trying? To, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But just somehow there's like, and maybe this is just like yeah, it's good. It's good for people to. I mean, yeah. Okay, why am I pushing back on this? It's definitely. A critique of like bourgeoisie, like marital monogamy, but somehow I I don't think it's like I don't think that's the alternative is pretty sus. It doesn't end well. They're just like then he like smashes her sister at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's not weird, but it's like it's. I mean it's just wait. Elvis does or Stephen does? Right. That's the fuck. That part was wild. It was like and then the beginning. Yeah. So it's like it's not like okay. What's the alternative? That part is like that part is like. No one in this book is real, thankfully, because these are all horrible people. Yeah, or, or what if it is real? Right, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, real, huh? that's right. I, in my head, it's all real, except for the, 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 last, the last scene when... Uh, when <laughs> no, no. This is such a, this is such a uh, yeah. in real life uh, podcast with like, a lot of stuff going on. Um... um yeah. But marriage plot. <laughs> what was the second thing? Okay, yeah, we I think we had family. The, yeah, I don't remember your second What did you want to talk about? So. Uh, that whole I'm like fixated on like, like what does this say about my self consciousness as a male? Um, and like, what does this say about child rearing and marriage? But there's a whole yeah, you're interested in the family union part of it. There's a whole other other uh, geopolitical side of it. Right? Well, yes, yes. There's like. There's a lot of like the there's a lot a lot of Tiffany's time is spent on um, an affair with like an older German guy, right? Um, and a lot of page time is spent on this older German guy, which is the French guy or the other guy, the, the other guy, the other guy who's yeah, married yeah, yeah, yeah. or has some other thing, yeah. the guy who's also she goes in with after. Yeah. And then it yeah, and it's like it's a it's a triangular thing. Where he has a really no, he doesn't have a relationship with Stephen, does he? I can't remember. Um, they they they're they're, they're, they're homies. They're, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because they both go to the same conferences. And like yeah. Right. So. So so that's like an interesting. That's an interesting detail, but basically like. 
He's kind of he's kind of Tiffany's intersection point to a kind of sincere like interest in in not birds but like the planet largely. This other guy is mm-hmm. he takes her more seriously and like. I don't think it's because he takes her more seriously necessarily, but it's like he's kind of like the character that acts as a bridge to her 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 resolution politically. Figure out what she where she stands. What yeah, she wants to do. yeah, and yeah. thus like agency as a character right. that that is like seemingly independent, though obviously tied to like relationship her sexual relationship with men. Right. Um, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is kind of a. But um, but why it's interesting? Yeah. I like it because it's set in, in, in Berlin. We have like a, it's set in Bonn, though. Uh, but part of it. Is yeah. So yeah. Like I want to get to that too because there's the other mom. Right shut up. <laughs> there's the mom that she meets who has children and like gives up being a linguistic student because her children. Oh, I should just find yeah, the you line. Should find that one. Was um, that the one when she figures out when she says that she's not a feminist? I don't know. The line I'm thinking of, which I really liked, was like, or was really tickled by, I guess, yeah. is like, my children are more interesting than like, than conjugations or something. Oh yeah. Her oh, friend. Yeah. It's oh, like her kind of the who only. Wants to smash Omar. Uh, no, 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 no. It's some German woman. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but it's kind of the only. <laughs> well. You think that's whack? No, I don't know what. Like, I don't. Like, I. Like, I've met. That's something I think about a lot personally. Okay, okay, for sure. For like, sure. it was just. And and. I, I gotta. I have to like. I have to stand up for either or value system. Well, I think that we've all met a, that woman, or a version of that woman. Who was like on on a, on a track and then just said, "This is what I want to do." Yeah, and Child like. Or. Yeah. And like I, well, it's either like, it's either like, are you serious, or it's like, oh, you're serious, or like, are neither is sound not sympathetic. No, exactly, and that okay. also says something about I think how comfortable I am, like how comfortable people are and other women are criticizing other women about their their decisions to child rear and like also the narratives around like I decided to have a child or like I am a mother and like that is my profession like because it's not it is a profession in some sensibilities even if like even if you are even if you have a career where you're gleaning money like it's still it's an identity and it's a and it's like and it's profession if if you think about it that way yeah 
and 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 the the responsibilities of that prof- of that identity and that profession are like totally loaded. Yeah. In a way that they aren't for a father, which is why a father isn't really a profession. So you're saying you immediately have a response to it that's a little bit like, are you fucking serious? But then after, then you think about it and you go, why do I automatically think that? That's how I am in real life. Which I think is like socialized behavior. Yeah. Which I'm increasingly more critical of. With the character, I like, like, it's like, maybe you weren't that, maybe you, like Tiffany, were just like super ambivalent, like, this makes sense for me to like, be a linguistic student or like, academic but actually then your kids were born and you like do believe they're more interesting and like the logistics and like situations of motherhood maybe are more interesting to you is that biological certainly part of it is probably but like I think it's also something that's like if I were a mother I would have theoretically like a different or more complicated or less complicated reading of like that very like minor character really yeah you know yeah secondary character okay but i guess like i'm interested in this other like daddy figure right this german guy yeah what's his name i don't remember it's like who cares it's it's not olaf that's another guy uh, i think it is olaf oh okay no there's omar i know it's because at the end you know, it's 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 a minor male character. Me being all fake woke here. It's a mild minor male character. We don't care. It's just a just a minor male character. It's like I think, but I think the ground that you and I both operate on is like arguably a fake woke ground. <laughs> as we try to like parse apart our Olaf. Olaf. Um, like. It's interesting that this, like, I don't know, her relationship with Olaf is, like, almost as pathetic and disappointing as her marriage with Steven. Well, listen, they're fucking around. Steven fucking dies. Sorry. Spoiler. Immediately after, he's like, let's come move in. And he does. Yeah. But that's she's trying to get saved still. But then at the end, for sure, she that's that's why what you're saying. But he also helped her figure out what she needs to do for herself, right? So that's as, why he, I don't know if he, the character, helped her figure that out. But he, as like a narrative device, did do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is how I would put it. Yeah. Or that's what we're led to believe. Yeah. But it also is interesting because it establishes that Tiffany is more extreme than Steven. Like, she doesn't give a shit about birds. She's trying to, like, fuck up some shit. I see. Yeah. She's more serious. If it's a competition between the two of them in this right. marriage, which right. it definitely is, they're, they're in competition with each other. That's not good. That's fucking, not good. I, what's a bad marriage? It's okay, bad. They're sure. not partners. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. They only are in this very... Like, she's like, I don't have agency, and I rely on you to, like, direct my life. You're, you're, you're a traditional man, like, navigating the world, but you're also, like, just as hopeless as I am, because he is, like, he's not, he's so in denial and so, like, emotionally unavailable to her and himself that he doesn't, like, figure out... 
He needs a wife to take care of him. Yeah. Fulfill that traditional role. She's take care of him. He just flexes in a symbolic realm that's yeah. available to him, which is a work realm, and it's not like he's yeah. It's just because yeah. But um. But she's more extreme. What what is it that she comes to? Uh, vaguely comes to want, uh, what's the cause that she comes to want to champion by the end isn't it it had to do with the like the rivers the river. and then like she was chilling with that priest for a while like right. living in his shed and they were just like in the woods like moving rocks to like try to like change the level uh, of the redirect the river but then like it all just started pooling in one place so they're like we're making it worse stop moving the rocks uh, well yeah I mean everyone is so inept also which is funny because it, it's also kind of isn't it also maybe this just shows uh, my preconceived like maybe first of all I don't remember any elements of like what they're actually doing because every time I read one of those sections I thought this was like I mean no part, in a sense it's like making fun of like uh, well it is it's a critique of the business side of these causes yes. and how political scheming it is yes. and they're all going to these things but it's not I'm not saying it's all that but maybe in my it, brain I was like is. oh yeah they're just but it's also now zinc is well it's about it's about human arrogance I think right right a lot of this is about human arrogance yeah because yeah they say even the first thing like he takes the bird and tries to bring it inside it's like taking something out of the wild yeah which is arguably a metaphor for taking Tiff and bringing her into anyway I think I mean yes but like but like I don't find that comparison that interesting. Or I find it very, like, paternalistic and gross. <laughs> the idea of Like, a wild thing. Like, just like a, like, yeah, yeah. her needing to be, like, tamed or some shit well, like yeah, that. That's, okay. I Which is the point I think you're getting sucks. at. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, sucks. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, like, but the, the bird is also a surrogate child. Like, he, he couldn't save, exactly. he couldn't save the child. Yeah. When he hit the bird, yeah, or when he saw the bird. So yeah. the only thing he has agency in in that moment is like taking care of this bird. She doesn't give a shit about birds. She doesn't really give a shit about anything. It's like, well, she, yeah, until she the end. Yeah, but even in the beginning, like this line right here, when she's like, first of all, what you just said is like vaguely comforting because it actually like gives like Stephen Sussness like a little bit of understanding comforting is that what I said no I'm just kidding no but um, no but seriously because he's like goes in a manic tailspin right I don't remember so well, that's no, the no, thing you, you just finished this and I read this two years ago okay okay no but what you just said you were like he has to save the birds right yeah so then when I think of like immediately how she's describing him as like completely unaware of her and like running around like yeah. the birds and like yeah. skirting around like you're like you're like, damn, like, this is a different person. I don't know, you know, I immediately, like, look at, I don't know. But then maybe, yeah, maybe well, it affected him, too. I don't know. But not not, not really, though. <laughs> oh, wait, can I just say, sorry, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to be, I hadn't wanted to be pregnant. It was just one of those things that happened when newlyweds get drunk. It seemed like something I'd get used to. Losing the baby was more dire than I had dreamed possible. Mm -hmm. Cause and effect had no relation at all. Um, it was a bodily distress, no way of putting it into words, so I didn't. Like, I didn't, yeah, I don't know, like, 
but then but then it's like just like this weird sub mental pain where she's like um, I didn't feel gloomy I didn't even feel sorry for myself I didn't tell myself what had happened if I tell myself stories I get sentimental so I didn't I moved around slowly looking at things before I touched them to make sure there's nothing frightening about them I don't know like it's definitely it's definitely that's like strong her up in a yeah. major way yeah, that's, yeah. that's like yeah that's, that's true that's gnarly you know that's true but <laughs> I think I mean, what I like about this book and her narration is how nonlinear it is, and I think their relationship is given to us as nonlinear. Who is nonlinear? Because there's like a lot of filling in. Okay. Because we're in her head. Okay. It's chronological, but it's not like it's not like a narrative. Yeah, it's like all these snippets. Yeah, all these snippets, all these scenes. The way everything is broken up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And quick, like quick, quick section breaks. Yeah, like one page. Yeah, and like it seemed like something I'd get used to. I think trauma is nonlinear, and cause and effect had no relation at all. That is like yeah, that is like. That is not chronological. Exactly. And that's how the book's written. Yeah. Things are just happening. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I think... That's what makes it so jarring. That's what makes it jarring. And, then and it's also so captivating. So captivating. And, it, and it's, like, it makes me think of... We were talking about time and, like, a woman's sense of time. Right. Genesis P. Orridge talks about woman's sense of time as being... And like as being something well something that is chronological or cyclical which is why if we go back to Joan of Arc which is being burned at the stake and like women having this kind of like secret knowledge that men can't have those are the those are the women that were killed as witches her 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 feeling this trauma in this like very embodied way. I think there's something there about how she's smarter than her husband. Which maybe I, I think I seem kind of fixated on that part of the competition. Like since oh. they're both horrible people. Well, I think that's. I think yeah. First like off. and how she's more extreme than him. Yeah. I guess is what I'm getting at because he's thinking about just like. I mean, he's connected to the the larger environment. Neither of them are environmentalists. She kind of becomes one, right. at least through her actions, maybe right. not ideologically. But he's focused on his 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 fascination with nature and the natural is like via birds. He's an avid bird watcher. She doesn't give a shit. She becomes interested in this river, which is really, I think, more about an ecosystem, and speaks to. This is perhaps a stretch, but like a more circumspect understanding of the world, a more rounded out version of the world, and like a lot, a kind of knowledge that isn't inherently feminine, but is like inherently more interesting. Okay. And obviously, we're led to believe that because she's the first person narrator, and it is her world. Right. But but, I, yeah. but it's like. 
and they're both, but like it's like they're both incompetent people <laughs> who can't take care of themselves. We all are. I know we all are, but like she she doesn't die. <laughs> She doesn't die. He dies. But I don't. I don't know if that's what it's about. It's not about that, but that's like a, a component of it. Okay. But I, but I, I think you're right though. The different ways of looking at it, where like it's everything's like immediate. Like for her, it's like a reaction. Yeah. It's like scheming on like how to get the money to get the thing done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, do you think like she's gonna apply that type of? Mentality to create some great change in the world. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. You know what I mean? No. Like, but like, isn't she arguably, ultimately, in the narrative, like achieving more than he did? Maybe not like in a socially acknowledged way, but like sure. she's a, she becomes a terrorist. Like that's like. Yeah. Is that is that how I, what she? Kind of. I mean, that's what her plot is. I mean, it's not her plot, but it's her her partner's plot. Yeah. Oh, oh, with it. I don't know why I missed. I was just yeah, kind of. I also might be misremembering. No, but but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I feel like you take. It's just so. It's. I mean, it's just interesting what we take from the. Yeah. Like Stephen's small potatoes. His small potatoes? His scheme. Okay. He's And he's a conservative. Yeah, he's getting... He's, she really isn't. Yeah, he's, he's like, dwelling in that realm of he's winning these little battles. Yeah. That feel like achievements, but just to, just to make himself feel good. Right? Yeah. Yeah, which is, might be a comment on... Uh, well, on male ego. Yeah, but it's also just that whole world of trying to, like, compartmentalize nature. Yeah. It's like, it's like right. absurd. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. It's like the Brooklyn Botanical Garden, you know what I'm saying? Like, you go down there and, like, everyone's like, yeah, I'm sure. Like, anyway, shouts out to Brooklyn Botanical Garden. You guys are doing your thing. You know, we need some more trees in the city. Good shit. Um, but also, like, I guess, like, I don't know really where I was going, but there's something, there's something about, which ties it back to Franzen. There's something about that is very just like a, the 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 treatment of like the patriarchal impulse to classify, acknowledge, understand in this very limited way. Yeah. And I think their characterizations really underscore that. And she is more fluid. Indeed. More organic. Like the only thing that is kind of like how she's navigating is her libido and that's kind of like where they have common ground and like petty competitive shit with each other yeah just thinking about because they're both pretty passive yeah aggressive Yeah. She's much more conniving than he is, I think. Yeah, there's there's a part, I mean, like, something that, She's, another thing that jarred And she emasculates him all the time. Yeah. Something that jarred, jarred me, but she also, like, sleeps with him when he wants her to, and then goes, like, I'm being a good, dutiful wife. But she's, like, mocking herself, sort of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Which is, like, 
Okay, well, okay. One thing was like, also, you're talking about like the uh, how like women tear down other women or something. Or what did you say earlier? You said, yeah. Well, I think I was saying, like, I think it's easier for me to be critical of her because I think I know her, because I think I know women. I'm, like, always in competition with other women from the, like, socialized patriarchal impulse of, like, of, like... Or the biological impulse as breeders and feeders. That's what you keep saying. It just operates at the baseline somatic level. It's like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. True. I, I think it's horse for the card game. But, no, that's 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 you know definitely a component of it too. Um, but, yeah. Um, Which is like pretty heady. Heady? Yeah, it's pretty like. And I think thing. that's no thing. Yeah. Well, I think what you're saying, what what you're or, saying, what, or a future elevated Tiffany. Yeah. Is what pointing out those uh, elements that no Just, one wants to talk. The breeder, like the the baseline impulses that that we kind of don't want to talk about, but are kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think you were saying in the context also of like your immediate judgment of the woman who wants to have kids over her psyche. Yeah. That's what it came up. And also, that was yeah. reminding me of a conversation I was having with some people. Yeah. They listen to this, they know, no shots. But we were just like going, there's like going this riff of like making fun of suburban housewives. Some people or some, some friends of mine. They're going to, some, some of them are listening. No. Okay. Actually, it was a female friend. Okay. Woman who started, girl, started with uh-huh. women. Uh, uh, whatever. Um, and it was like funny, but then it was just like, oh no, it was like almost like kind of a sus target. You know what I mean? It's like, but whatever. I feel like it's a thing we have, kind of a, a mother, whatever. It was also the suburban side, but it was also a mother side of it. Like, your life is just you're taking your kids to Little again. And also, like, if you're in Philly when this conversation is happening, which yeah. you are. Yeah. The provincial versus the urban. For sure, for sure. But still, so, which but, is interesting here too. Yeah. She really likes being in the city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's an interesting part of like the role of nature in this book. Yeah. Sure. Mother nature. Because they're like city people trying to go into nature. Yeah. Well, I just want to say there's one part when Omar, who's yeah. one of people she sleeps with, her his wife comes to her. Mm-hmm. It's just like so absurd. I don't even know if this is any grounding and saying anything. Like in my head, when just no. just okay. talk. Yeah. Basically, she comes to her and she's like, "Yo, Omar, we're about to move. I'm not trying to move. I we got married recently, but I don't I don't fuck with him anymore. Actually, I'm trying to smash Steven. She thinks they already smashed. He later says they didn't. Right. So, could you please go sleep with Omar so I have a reason to leave him? So, that's like and a weird the- homosocial moment the- yeah, of like okay. woman to woman. Okay. Like, that's totally like manipulative yeah. and confusing for the reader and Tiffany, I think. Yeah. Right? But then the whole time, the Tiffany's dialogue, we just like, just like. We're, let's find yeah, it. Yeah, just making making fun of her, so, like just shitting on her so fucking hard. It was just like so savage. I was just like, is it? This is like, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, um, <laughs> it was like making me laugh, but I was also like, um, it's like 50. It's like 50. 
Um, the weird thing is I didn't put a lot of marginality in this because I was just baffled the whole time. I didn't have anything to say. I was just like kept reading. Yeah. I was like, the last 80 pages, yeah. there was no marginality. I just skimmed through it on the bus ride over. It's incredibly Yeah, I was just like... Propelling. Yeah, I couldn't be like, okay, I'm going to take this and like add that to my argument later because I didn't even know what yeah. the fuck was happening. Yeah. Um, 50, 54. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's just... Um, she's like, she's like, uh, so she's like, yeah, don't worry, it's unrequited love. He keeps, she keeps like making jokes that they're like sleeping together or something. She, uh, the friend, yeah, the friend, to... Omar's Omar. Uh, What's the, her name? Her name is. Um, the the lack of name used too is an interesting part of this book. Like only, only the men's names really get repeated a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also because it's all from Tiff's perspective, and she doesn't really have any female friends. She's like or, her sister. And all the all the only pe- females who are mother and her sister. Yeah, mother and sister, and then all the other lovers are the people yeah. like he's sleeping with. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, all the other. Lovers. Um, yeah. Does it even say? Um, she says. She said. I said. Um, this like also this these two couples together. Omar's a coworker of Stephen. I want to say, yeah. right? And like, I mean, that's an interesting thing too. Like a kind of familiar familiar situation of like the competitive competitiveness that happens between couples. Interesting. I think. Yeah. Um, who are kind of like in tandem moments. Yeah. And, then, um, and like the notion of competition from a biological perspective that you brought up, like feeders and breeders. Right. Also makes me think of like in girls and like the second to ultimate season, second to last season or whatever. When, showgirls. Yeah, the showgirls when Hannah's, we learn more about Hannah's parents oh, and yeah. like how her father is gay right. and how her mother is like supposedly in love with like these other, this other academic couple. Oh. Um, and it's like this kind of big twist for the I, audience, but like how uh, another, another version of complicated marriage, I guess, that, that, like, occurs to me now. I remember that her dad was, was gay, but I didn't remember, you think there was a causal element to that, where, like, I don't know. her mom was, like, infatuated with other couples, so then he was, like, didn't feel, or I don't know, that was just, speaking of the couple competition you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, competitive, competitive situation. Right. I don't know that it's, like, a very useful reference, except for, like, talking about... Any girl's reference is, is gay. feminism. Yeah, it's gay. No, the girl's is very much in the vein of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, the other book that reminds me of this, of, like, some, like, non-feminist, non-feminist feminist is, like, Sheila Hetty, the Sheila Hetty book. Did you ever read that one? How should a person be? But it's funny, and then, like, Hannah, Hannah Hor- Horvath, Horvath yeah. had, like, one of the things on the back. Oh, really? Uh, one of the blurbs on the back of that one. You mean Lena Dunham? Yeah, it was- Nell, so Nell's in here, yeah, and just conflating. Um, but well, I, if she wrote it, she had to have lived it. She couldn't have come up with this by herself. But also, I think, like, thinking about Nell Zink and Lena Dunham is, like, two counterpoints to 
creative white women happening in the 2010s, having moments that are being recognized in in their fields. Like kind of ca- ca- counterpoints, though, versus uh, similar. Um, I think counterpoints, just because Nelsink is of a different generation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they're does diff- not identify as a feminist. Lena Dunham, like, totally does. I see, I see. Yeah. And is like a part of like the like a group of celebrities that very emphatically supports Hillary for like very emphatic kind of second wave feminist uh, for reasons. Sure, for sure, for sure. Basically, Lena Dunham's a little more basic than Nelson. <laughs> no, well, I'm, 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 no, but I think you're also just critiquing the fact that I'm like here are two like. Feminist type uh, 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 creators who, when I encounter them, I'm like vaguely confused, but You're vaguely also confused, fascinated. But and, also uh, fascinated. Yeah, so they must. They, and have uh, like. I'm conflating. And them. have like reactions that make me look at you like, what, Sean? Yeah, like, exactly. Because I'm obviously like getting a very different thing. No, 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 no. That was, and, yeah. and like. <laughs> and, and different, different versions of. Like a very white female writer, right? And protagonist. If yeah, it's, it seems like more of like a panel conversation. Oh, what conversation? A, a panel, panel conversation. conversation for sure. No, but that was, I feel like that was an important um, yeah. thing. Um, I feel like I don't even know if we're still on this, but um, but yeah. So the friend, I mean, she's she's playing a mind game. The friend. Okay. Like she's she's being transparent enough to reveal like, hey, there's this thing. Between me and your husband. Yeah. Tiffany believes it's, like, immediately accepts that it's, like, a two-sided thing, which ultimately it does get confirmed to be when they fuck. But I don't think she slept... He slept with her. Not at this moment, but event he does. He does? Doesn't he? It's a different... It's a different... It's a, It's uh, the other okay. girl who's, like, has, like, the... the that was, like, a, you, you were sure he did, and then he said he didn't. So you believe him? Okay, that's another layer. I mean, he did sleep with other, but I don't think... You're thinking in this instance he didn't sleep with her. But Tiffany, like, defensively, reactively sleeps with Omar under this impression. Right. Which speaks to how, like, conniving yeah. she is. I know, but that's so... But that's so... I mean... So you, you think that Omar's wife is just, like, kind of... The objective of this, the situation is, like, only to get out of this marriage. I have, abs- I have absolutely no idea what the fuck is going on here. This is absurd. But what you were saying of being on some weird competition, like, oh, even between them two? Or something? Tiffany, Tiffany and this woman? Yeah, definitely. That sounds more interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Because, anyway, she was like... But she did, look at how savage she's going in. Like, she's like... She's like, I sh- uh, <laughs> Um, she's like kind of saying she's in love with her husband and and uh, Tiffany's like I shook my head mostly because I couldn't imagine an adult woman claiming to be in love with in love without having slept with a guy first but you never know maybe she was the kind who feels guilty when she commits adultery in her heart like damn bro and then she's like and she's like Omar's a wonderful man and then it's like she stumbled along and it's like um 
uh, well, obviously not- unused to explaining her actions or motivations to anyone, and therefore making them as transparent as frog spawn. She wasn't uh, she wasn't up to prevaricating with every word. The skill she so admired in Stephen takes, a li- and it's like she simply knew she was about to lose something valuable, like anybody else. She wanted to take the next logical step to make it her own. She wanted to fuck it because Omar's about to leave, and she's taking her with her, and like he, she wants to sleep with Stephen or something. I don't even know, but then it's just like, yeah, but it's, I don't know, it was just like, it was just like pretty savage, you know, I was just like, damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, what the fuck is the point there? Um, no, well, it's, it definitely is an interesting moment. I guess my question is like, yeah, because I mean, I, I feel like this maybe does speak to different ways we move based on, based on whatever reason, biological or the way we're conditioned to or the way... You know what I mean? Like, well, on some gender stuff. It also speaks to two very specific notions from two different women about what a marriage is. Or how they navigate marriage. Which... They're both pretty... Don't give a fuck about marriage. <laughs> no, but obviously they, like... Like, like the, they, dif- the difference is Omar's wife, like, asks first. <laughs> I don't think so. They don't give a fuck about marriage, but I... Okay, so, to backtrack, it, it definitely, like, underscores... Or this is definitely, like, where it being critical or satirical about marriage yeah, is happening. exactly. Because it's obvious that marriage, the institution, is not working for either of these characters. That's and that's, really, like, the only... That's the point. That's the point. That's of, the point. That's one point. I'm like, this... Yeah, okay, okay. Because the other point is, like... Like, Tiffany's an asshole, and, like, this woman is, like, kind of stupidly, like, telling her this. Right. And she thinks that it's going to work out. Like, what are you on? Okay, okay, what are you on? What are you on? Like, like... Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of like a more... Like... It's, like, it's believable because women do, I think... Or, like, because, because like, there is an acknowledgement of, like, of, like, we're both wives, like, just trying to figure out these marriages or whatever, but it's also just, like, you want, you want, like, my permission to sleep with my husband, even though there's, like, kind of tacit understanding, like, that these relationships don't work. Right. Or not tacit, it's explicit, but... It's just, in this instance, you know what's so gnarly about it? Is, like, this character, Omar's wife, like, uh-huh. it seems like such an outlandish depiction of, uh, uh, I don't know, of, like, a way to go about it. And I'm just like, this is, like, not real. And then the fact that, like, Franzen likes his book, that well, he's, no. like, he's like, oh. no, no. Well, that's like, but that's a part of why he's a champion of her, I think, is because of, maybe this isn't how he thinks about it, but I think one can make an argument. It's like, he gets off on her depiction of, like, this internalized misogyny, which is like... But why? Because he, I mean... that? No, not because he's above it, but because, like... It's, it's almost like an extension, to make a comparison, like, he can't, he knows he can't write this because he's not a woman. She's like, she, 
she had like her writerly like swagger is like masculine in a way that his is not right. and he is really I think he's attractive to that okay well, I don't think this like, is like yeah. she writes like a man that's like something that yeah. you could I think that Benson's reasons for liking this book are, mm-hmm. are topical yeah and formal yeah written really well yeah even the formal trope is a thing he fucking loves yeah. oh it's a marriage oh but it's the birds now oh but is it about the birds or is it about the marriage you know, you yeah, know what I'm saying yeah. which is she does it really well I'm not hating on that I do think it's whatever but it's, I, th- yeah, I couldn't do it so I'm angry okay you're angry <laughs> I'm, I'm salty because I, I know yeah because he, he but he's right in his wheelhouse I don't think that you, I think you give him too much credit if he understands what the fuck is this, is, this isn't a simple satire of eternal life himself. no no there's a lot like this character you know what I mean the specific or, this I is just, my reading of him for sure as, like, I feel as like a you're celebrity too much credit. author I know because I feel like he does I feel like he doesn't but maybe that maybe he doesn't I don't it. think I'm giving him too much credit because I'm saying I mean I think this this book like really employs I mean employs like a masculine there's like the masculine operates in it through her narrative absolutely and like it just couldn't it couldn't his characters are so emasculated but from like at least I can't it's just so easy for me to conflate their emasculation and helplessness with like his even though I think he's not a helpless person obviously but like yeah they're emasculated but I feel like his whole move is like I'm emasculated and I'm sus. I'm gonna go so I'm gonna show you how sus I like that's the trope of that 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 generation's male authors. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you how sus I am. How suspect you know, go into that deep and show you and yeah. after you're like, I wanna take a shower. But I think I went somewhere, like, I just don't really think that's, like, the wave anymore. That's, like, what's interesting anymore. Like, you know, when you sit down and write. But she does the same thing. She does the same thing. Or not the same thing, but she... does she, a type of thing like that, yeah. She does a type of thing like that. But that hasn't been done from this perspective. No. That's why it's lit. Mm, correct. <laughs> and, and, like, I think it's so much more important and valuable because, like... The woman narrator, the woman author, like, is socialized to not be evil. Like, there, and there are no characters really that are, like, allowed to be evil in a, in a nuanced and interesting way that are female. Exactly. And that's, like, why this book is so, like, or part of why this book is so awesome and so radical. Because, like, Tiffany, like, sucks. Like, they, everyone sucks. For sure, for sure. But, like, Tiffany is so not redeeming. She's, But she's also not an anti-heroine. Or heroine. Anti-heroine. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe you might think so. Well, the, the point is... There's another point, but that's such a, like, subtle statement. Listen, here's the point. But that masculine voice, or whatever, yeah. whatever that means, it's just... It's just statements that go like, oh, 
hit the ground and you just deal with deal with it and they're like and then she moves on and you're like you have to deal with it I think is the radical element of it that actually makes me initially would make me feel uncomfortable like on, on some such shit where I'd be like you I don't think a lot of it is like that sus though no no no, no. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's I think I think it's it's um like you were saying, like, like, uh, women can't be depicted. The, the female other can't be depicted evil. It's like, it's like the 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 older trope is like, it's like this coming from a female perspective that's like all knowing and like omniscient, omniscient yeah, and like and. and and also, but also just what you were talking about earlier, like the thing about the feminine, like the female, like, under, you know, tied to the, their understanding of reproduction. Their embodiment. Yeah, yeah. And like they have some mysterious mystique that we can't, you know, that men can. can't understand. Uh-huh. But she kind of like, like flips, she kind of like breaks that. Because what we do is like, oh, we can't understand you. Like, we respect you. But she's just kind of like, look at this, look at this. She's yeah. Kind of like, she's kind of like fucking with it. Like the idea of of, of someone not giving a shit about child uh, about about having a kid or whatever. You know what I mean? That's like yeah. that fucks with my ideas yeah. of like motherhood and stuff. Yeah. But then that's what makes it like next level, um, like baffling. Because it forces me to reckon with like a specific, because of the vo- the voice it's told. In. I don't know. I feel like, you know what I mean? There's something like, if we just go, oh, we can't understand that. Like, I'm gonna just let that be that. Like, there's something that we're we're objectifying or we're categorizing. I'm talking about the reader of the classics or what what novels have been allowed in the canon yeah. by female authors to, to date. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even like a like a Toni Morrison or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, like it's not knock on her something like that but it's, it's like there's this element of like a, maybe a poetic language that like dwells in the symbolic realm and you're kind of like you are odd by something you like, don't really understand you know what I mean but she, it's like she turns to but that's an interesting or the poetic is something to bring up as like a more feminine right impulse right. in writing right. in particular like that's why her relationship with Elvis is interesting because she just goes to metaphor not metonymy yeah. She talks about fucking him as like a wave. Okay. Like her libido is the only moment where she gets like lyrical or like not romantic, right. but right. 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 she she goes to this kind of cliche of like waves crashing, right. orgasm, right. 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 and like where we're allowed to see her femininity or like a feminine part of it come out apart from her like passivity but like I guess like I think what you read generally in her tone as like blunt and formal formal signifiers of masculinity I see as or maybe it just speaks to how I can connect with it it's like those she's like just a clinical person yeah I don't know. A depressed person. Okay. Or, like, the tone is depressed. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that is, like... Something that I take away. Like, what what is Cho... Or, or maybe that's the tone that Melzink is taking to approach... To complicate our understanding of Tiffany. Yeah. I will... Yeah. I will, I will say... I will say that... There is an element of it of my being off put by it that is like 
maybe I think I'm kind of trying to be like fake woke by being like showing that like that side of me where it's like oh like I'm trying to like point out like that I'm acknowledging that it's jarring to read a woman in this tone mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to be like to shit I don't know I don't know I'm, I'm psychoanalyzing myself but I think also it does adhere to like a lot of sure. novels of this era like talking like Taolin or like even like the uh, Michelle Holt like just I don't know how long we're gonna be able to just like shock factor uh, just jarring depressed look at this yeah first everyone, person narrative yeah, and everyone goes yeah. like oh my god it's so depressing but like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go listen I'm gonna be in that sad song vibe and just like do that and detach you know what I mean I don't know if going forward I keep thinking there's like an epochal shift that happened in January but I kind of think there is you know what I mean and I feel like that's not gonna that's not gonna hold up that's why I like conceptualizing it within the beginning as like a, as like a all a kind of gnarly response to like the miscarriage like, because then I can like conceptualize it more in an active way where I'm not just dwelling in that feeling of like detachment like and like nihilism you know what I'm yeah like that's what it is it's a nihilism it's like yeah that's definitely I, I, I have any but I feel like I'm trying to move beyond like just, just out of my own clinical uh, <laughs> work you know what I mean yeah it's not productive for me to but, but nihilism is an, an interesting thing to bring up too in, the lar- in like a larger conversation about about what? About the, like... The art? The planet and the art. Indeed, yeah. We're, there's no more room for it. For nihilism? Just hurt yourself. There's no... You know, the ship is going down, so... Unless you're trying to be active, I don't want to hear it. That's how I feel. Yeah, well, that's true in, like, our reality for you. What do you mean? I'm just trying to bring it back to the book. Okay, for sure, for sure. This is the point in the conversation where I go, I start, like, getting really intense, like, trying to make some point. About dystopia? Yeah, or no, I just try to make some closing point, and then, like, if you don't agree with me, then I'll just attack you. What do you do? Um, Bring it back to the book. Ellipses. Bring it back to the book. I said said my piece. Well... Um, I can't psychically withstand too much miles on yours, what I'm saying, because I finished the book. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah, but all the characters can. <laughs> it was, the characters Except, can withstand it? Well, it's just like, it's just, I, maybe it's just a larger irony of like trying to save these birds, trying to save these, trying to like affect these ecosystems and like right. do something productive and like how masturbatory that is yeah, this and is how masculine that is how masculine it's just I feel like that's that's everybody trying to get, like I feel like this yeah that, that's what's wrong with their marriage this is like this, everyone's trying to save people and trying to get saved I feel like we're in we're in a post we're in a post post saved world now you know what I'm saying yeah. like I feel like no one Look, look what happened back here like no, there's no one watching over us like everyone's on their own you know oh yeah but I mean that's like I guess I'm just warier than you of like paradigmatic statements about like the world today that, that, I is, feel a, like that is a very masculine I, pronouncer of a new a new yeah. ship but but uh just, but I, just I, you wait I it's don't disagree back in 50 years they're gonna call it the post-Trump era no. yeah where I'm like Affirming your use of the word "ho" and like by bringing it into the conversation. There are hoes every, you know, there are hoes, I, yes, all kinds of hoes. You I know, know what I'm I know. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, you started that anyway. Don't, don't put no, that I, on I, Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, all I was saying, all, all I was trying to say, I wasn't trying to like, I was just, I guess there, yeah, there may, maybe is a, a small element of it that. Well, you also read this post-Trump and I read it pre. Exactly. And I also read election it in mode where, yeah, I'm like really, I'm just saying like, yeah, in the direction going forward, I think this is like this, this, this tone well I don't know it's a, it's a character I don't need it's like it's kind of like trying to categorize it but I just think that nah it was I railed through it it was lit um, not everything has to be like uh, something that I can plagiarize for my shit you know honestly I, mean? I think it's better that it's not <laughs> fair enough <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think that's what I'm thrown by. I'm just like, yeah. Or, like, depending depending on what the conversation is. I feel like I'm more sensitive in this conversation to gender dynamics because I know that Sean is interested in that. Yeah. You were interested in that. Or at least I was thinking about passivity, too, and thinking about the Flamethrowers podcast yeah. of your yeah. and how passive that first person female um, narrator is um, yeah and and also Elena Ferrante and I gotta put that my brilliant friend is that the one you were it's one like everyone, every woman in like the West and like every hemisphere has been reading, like right, especially all right, all right, all right. recently. Give me, give me a chance, all right? I got, I got a lot. No, um, no. Um, I mean, yeah, I yes. I think it's also yeah. Maybe it's also like the fact that we're, I'm bringing it into the context of like this is a female writer is like maybe like also sus. Like it's also just like a lit book. It is. It's a lit book. Like yeah. formally, it's doing shit that I haven't seen. Like yeah, and the tightness of it is like you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's something definitely we should say. It's it's sus, and also like we have mostly been talking about her in the context of like Franzen. <laughs> I'm thinking a lot about David Foster Wallace, but you were alluding to his steez and that kind of like mid-aughts, like postmodern moment. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. If he he always comes back to some like Christian, Christian. But he he's he's the DFW. best. Yeah, he yeah, always no, comes back to that. But he's the best at showing the initial that type of nihilism initially. So then everyone is like writing in that way. Yeah. But yeah. I think we have to come back to something else. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. For sure. And that's just what I'm thinking. I, I'm acknowledging that it's like a little bit. Yeah, it's like trying to categorize and pronounce some like direction we're gonna go. Is you know, it's all I have is like the things I'm reading. But um, yeah, and your and your, um, I think your excitement about the novel is about is about predicting and then also like thinking about where like men are going to keep writing novels why just men sorry why just men that's your question <laughs> like men, men are going to keep writing novels no your question is why just men women are going to keep writing novels as they have been and like will ideally get more like like time space 
resources, energy to do that in in this dystopian moment. Right. Um, and like, will they? How will we think about them in the context of like melting? Okay. You know. Because you brought up Toni Morrison, she was writing a long time ago, and like from a very different like oh, sure, context. Sure. Yeah, that was like I was kind of a because we had, we have a lack of a lack of female authors no, that even, we've been okay. Okay, even just like that, I feel like a lot of the novels like of or even like Color Purple or something like that, like mm-hmm. uh, dealing it's a, it's the the novels I feel like that I've encountered absorbed. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like the female. It's like the, the young woman encountering a traumatic experience with the man mm. and then explaining it, but then kind of going, like, the response that I can have is like, oh, uh, that's like, like, <laughs> that's, I don't know, it's like, it's Do you almost, feel implicated? I feel, no, I mean, to some, to some degree, I, I, I mainly feel like, yeah, I feel like a, like a like a, a kind of helplessness. You know what I mean? Right. And then it's like, but then the point is just to show you it, and then um, and then kind of like you're like, yes, like there's something. I don't know. It just seems to be. It's just. Yeah. Well, I would argue that like helplessness is 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 the realm of of women. Fair enough. But I think... And that's that's why... Another reason why this book is so cool if it makes you feel that way. Even... Not that... Not that helplessness this, is all... makes me feel helpless? Or those... The parts of it. Parts of it. Yeah. yeah but also, or those narratives. But it also yeah. makes me go like, damn, like... <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a... Diff, it's like a specificity uh-huh. and a type of like agency that's different but then it's also I feel like I'm being it's just so it's so hard to talk about this kind of stuff and not feel like you're saying something that's gonna like sound bad later but it doesn't matter but um, but I but then I also it also is still in the paradigm of like showing showing uh, the helpless the, the the reliant like the sus like reliant character female character to like to like show like, our internalized like patriarchal systems or whatever whereas I feel like now the, the next step is to like not to have to talk about it as like a female other anyway I don't know I think it I don't know if I agree maybe that's just yeah you can't get to like a mono mono gender like, well no but I think, like, the volume of those stories and, like, their reach, like, we're just thinking, like, you and I, I, I guess this I disagree. Doesn't matter that much. No, that's not what I'm saying oh. at all. I'm saying, like, this book matters a lot. Okay. And it could use, like, more competition. Because, okay. like, the only immediate references that we have, not that right. we are, like, 
anything other than the host of this current podcast. Like, is like. We're the future. What? We're the future. Or we just need to read more. No. Or I do. You're reading a lot, but like. No. I I also like my project now is to as a reader who doesn't consume very much like novelistic media at the moment is to like read more women and like just because like I think that's like a very easy way to be attuned to tuned to not a voice that's like not affected by the patriarchy but like to just quite literally like support someone who isn't like a cis white man so that's like a kind of not the best way to be like a political person but like a way that I want to control yeah. No, like, I, yeah. control some sort of consciousness for myself and for other people in this dystopian reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... I, it's, like, an easy thing I can do for myself, like, I guess to pacify myself that the world won't come crashing down, but also just, like, yeah, like, I'm surrounded by this, like, shithead and his, like, shithead cronies. Like, why should I buy buy or read another book by some white guy I mean yeah there's for sure I, I mean I, I, that's that's I feel like I can't make any I'd say for me I feel like I, I don't I, I only realize after mm. I read something I, I like with reading it's like I only realize after how much like the media I'm taking in actually affects me in subtle ways mm-hmm. so it's just like if you like uh, make it wide ranging like it's not even like a tangible thing like oh I read this book like hey, yeah. I understand this thing about hey I should tell you I learned this thing you know it's yeah. more just like in ways I probably don't even realize like I'm just like thinking of uh, uh, people in a more pluralistic way I guess I don't know but yeah I mean I also think buying books is like the move I heard Logos goes in Santa Cruz and uh, if you think about it like, I did read that too pop, like like book is like two coffees you know what I'm saying the same the same sometimes one coffee not Amazon I know Amazon is sus but your books are like $7 yeah but listen buying books versus not buying a book you're not gonna buy a book if you buy Amazon is better than not buying a book just saying but um um what what is your to close what is your uh, intentions for yourself artistically going forward uh, <laughs> Come on, just, just let's. Well, that was like a weird segue. I, think. I don't know. I feel like we're at about the time where if I cut it, we get to a manageable length, yeah. Yeah, but okay. Um, wait, 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 what did I say right before that? Buying books, buying art. You know, yeah, like, right. Art. Well, I want to buy more art. Want to make more art. Like I think speaking to my opinions about female authors and why they need more coverage. It's like a very easy way for more women to have power in a late capitalist creative schema. Alright, but well, what about female painters? Right, exactly. Why should, why should someone buy your 
gaining uh, in this late capitalist scheme, scheme, scheme era. Towel in over here with the self promotion. What do you mean? This, it's, you could argue that, it, yeah, it's a. With the plug. It's a, it's a, it's a cap, late capitalist era, but yeah, it's a late capitalist era. So anyway, like, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I do, I do, to kind of round out in my own language what Sean is getting me to say. <laughs> you could just say, like, immediate. Like, well... No, 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 just say whatever you want. Stop pushing you're a pusher. <laughs> you push people. Um, I think the way that I think about the careers of artists and the careers of writers or visual artists and, and writers and like tropes we have about creative people, like my immediate goal in this dystopian moment as a creative person who's loosely interested in in media and like art capital A most basic sense like widest umbrella like I, yeah, I need I need a creative community. That's like the only way I'm gonna get through like the next few years, yeah. and hopefully, which I think I I personally will get through for a variety of reasons and like privileges. That's that's the that's a giant force though. Yeah. Like, no, that's that's what's up. Like <laughs> so. Probably just the way I feel is like we need more spaces or like imagined communities yeah. or literal communities yeah. to um, to support each other creatively to be more critical of what it means to be a creative person because I think that in this like moment a lot of people are like or the idea of what it means to be creative is changing because of social media okay. and late okay. capitalism okay. and then like it's all the more reason to support the projects and voices of minorities and like be invested in and critical of like the context of success as a creative person. The context of success. Yes. That's important. Like yeah. you know, grounding it in uh, in people. And yeah. Versus like the stats and, on your on your YouTube. And yeah, and exactly. people in conversations. Like, I'm looking forward to painting again and moving my studio to Newburgh, New York, which is like 
an in has an interesting history in terms of like how to develop it okay. and who who to develop it for. Okay. So I want to make sure when I set up my studio that like be aware of the history. Be aware of the history and be prepared to like to participate in community, but also like think about and be respectful of like what's there already. What's there already? What's been there. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think maybe I, I think it speaks to some like hesitations on like how I identify as an artist and like what the role of the artist is. But that's also like a highly contested moment right now. And I don't want to talk about Dana Schutz right now. But talk like about talk about Dana Schutz right now because it's not really about this exact. Okay. It's all good. Another conversation. Nah. But like who like who should have yeah. Like, I want to have a creative community. Ideally, I would have one in Newburgh. Like, how much does that benefit me on a career trajectory? Yeah. How much does that benefit my community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much does that... I don't know. These questions are... I do know. These questions are, like, are where my head is. And... And like, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm just eager to see how that will pan out, yeah. shake out. I like that. I like that. Being aware of the place, I feel like the tendency is to just get like, put things out in the vacuum of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's the different yeah. internets. I mean, obviously, there's like a, you know, there's a cool democratic side of that, I'm talking about the people getting voices and like, but I, I like that. I think that's important. But Well, I think, yeah, yeah, and I think I like, I get very myopic and then I have to pan out. And like, there's, there's obviously a, a realm in between the, the close cut and the, the huge pan out where like reality is for sure survival yeah survival breathing and feeding and like you're just feeding and breathing because uh, I think I don't it's know. not even a biological perspective for me I mean you could obviously spend well you it gotta that way. eat <laughs> well yeah gotta eat. I gotta I gotta that's eat that's a fact that's part of it too yeah but I think it is like I think it is about like, I don't feel like I'm colonizing Newburgh, but I also don't want, and like, but I need to listen to someone if they think that. I think you gotta be open <laughs> if people, to people who, you know, be an open person and like yeah. talk to people who yeah. come at you and don't be like us in that way. At the same time, yeah. like we were saying earlier, of like homie who was pronouncing like the death of like books and we're just like, the moment you are doing it, yeah. that is what doing it is. Yeah. Obviously, I keep doing people do that they fucking run out of money and you know what I'm saying won't yeah. be able to but at the same time I feel like that's the baseline intention I, I don't think you get I feel like that's like the you know I mean I don't know this I just is, think like not get Sean, too caught up that's just my Sean. that's just my two cents can I give my two cents I, I, I'm just giving my two cents it's just my two cents I can't like sit here and like you know what I mean but yeah it's done. That's tone, what I was going to say. My tone was, was urgent. That's what I was going to say. This is right. Sean comforting me because I need 
And I mean this sincerely. Okay, for sure. Cool. Not like by way of saying I appreciate Sean's two cents. <laughs> just step on you. Hey, say your piece. And I just, I correct it all. No, no, no. This is what you meant to this say. This is our banter that is like highly gendered and probably uh, potentially only accessible to us. But, no, no, no. But if anything, yeah, if, if anything, well, maybe it'll only be accessible to us, but then if you listen back on it, like, one time, yeah. then you'll, like, have some more self-understanding, self-reflection, you know? Yeah, and then that's, for sure. That's enough. That's for enough. For sure. That is enough. <laughs> Word. It's Sean's project. It's my humility. <laughs> nah, it's your project as soon as you... As you, soon as I step me. into it. As soon as, as soon as you tell me what is the next step in the project. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it? Wrapped. Adieu. Cool. What?